real business owners. What's up, real business owners? Welcome back to another episode of the Real Business Owners Podcast. Today we got episode 34 with uh, just me and Treb Dog. Yep. <laughs> I'm with Kilo G. Guys, right. we, we actually might start using our nicknames on some of these videos. So, yep. or, or what we like to call our gangster names when we were just young thugs. <laughs> we'll uh, tell you guys how we got them in another yeah, episode. Yeah, but. that'll be a whole other episode. So we got Kilo G, and then I go by T Unit, Trev Dog. I've been called Trey Day. Ooh, uh, I like that. Trey Dog. Well, yeah, one I don't like that people call ones. me is Kelbert. Kelbert? Yeah, dude. Clear that's back. not a gangster yeah. name. Yeah. Right, we'll get, we'll get into the stories another yeah, day, man. That's, that's I got a, stories for days on some of these nicknames. I'd but. call that the library name. Like, yeah. it's too formal, <laughs> you know? So, well, as what, always, guys, this episode's brought to you by Easier Accounting. We are a nationwide tax and accounting firm. And today, we want to talk about self sabotaging. It's something that uh, everybody yeah. goes through. Yep. And uh, we know some shit on this because we've had to go through this at yep. some level. And, and uh, some of it's the, the training we've gotten to get through it. And, uh, uh, and creating that self-awareness to quit self-sabotaging. So, um, you know, not that we're perfect at it or anything, but we want to bring you guys some things that have worked for us. So that's what we want to chop it up about today. Yeah. I mean, it's as you start to level up, I mean, let's be real. I mean, we're we're leveling up. That's yeah. that's the truth, huh, right? Dude. Like, I'm not trying to, like, pump my own ego or your no, ego or whatever. No, people all around like, us in our company are like, they tell us. They're yeah, like, dude, like, you guys are I mean, operating at a whole new level. Yeah, we're and, and that's the idea. It you is. know, and that's what we're trying to preach to people. And we're just telling you guys exactly what we do, Yeah, right? Half the time we post something on Instagram or this, that, the other, there are things that we're going through and things that we're working on. So it's not like, you know, we're looking back five years ago and saying – you know, oh, from this experience or mm-hmm. whatever, like we still struggle too. So yeah. when we're talking about, you know, struggles or this, that, the other, there's always going to be struggles with each level that you hit. And yes, we are leveling up and we're operating at a level that we've yet to operate at, you know, uh, mentally we're hardening our minds and, mm-hmm. you know, through uh, staying committed to ourselves in terms of continuing to evolve through information, content, going to events, the networking groups, just surrounding yourself yeah. with people that that stretch your vision, right? Absolutely. And so that's that's what we're doing. But because we are leveling up, like we can see people that have true potential mm-hmm. that squander it at yeah. this point. Like we kind of have more of the a bird's eye view, so to speak, to where we can kind of see somebody like, damn, they could really do some shit if they didn't do this, this, or this, yeah. right? And all of those things are weird self-sabotage, subconscious shit that's happening you know, that they probably don't even know that's happening because they're not self-aware enough to understand it. Yeah. And the reason why they're not self-aware enough is because they're not ever working on themselves at all. Their only goal is around money, yeah. right? It's a number, a number, a number, when the true goal should be to operate as your best self, and then the number by default will end up showing up because you're operating at a different level. Absolutely, man. Self-development is like, I, I think some people... Dude, I think some people shy away from it because they just can't buy into it. I've got a good example of that. Let's hear it. Conor McGregor. Dude. He d- hired Tony Robbins, and yeah. he was a completely different – his whole demeanor was yeah. different pre-fight, post-fight. during. Dude, that Dude, he was just – he was level-headed. Yep. He was very just focused, secure, mm-hmm. confident – he didn't have to do all like the jab, jab. Yeah, yeah. Talking. He's like, I don't need to sell myself yeah. anymore. He's I don't very, need to sell the fight. But he went through all of those these weird yeah. struggles um, when he was trying to 
you know, he's, prove he's something. trying to prove yeah. something to the to himself and to the world. Exactly. And like, dude, he went from like. But why does it, why to, does a guy worth hundreds of millions of dollars now need a self improvement coach? Exactly. Well, dude, let's be real. Like self improvement is. We are a work in progress till the day we die. Absolutely. You're never going to hit some level. Like, even though we're operating at new levels, we're still only scraping the surface of where we actually can go. Oh, absolutely. Of our potential. Absolutely. And so we have to, once you realize and you fully grasp it in your mind that, like, dude, this is never ending until we die. Yeah. Like, then you can actually really have fun and enjoy it, too. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Too many people think that they can enjoy it when they hit the finish line. Yeah. But when you realize that there is no finish line, because when your goal is to make a half a million dollars a year and you make it, mm-hmm. you just push that back to a million dollars a year. I mean, how you many times I mean? have you in your in your mind been like, dude, when I get to that level, I'm set. I can chill. Yeah. I can start traveling. Oh, I'm gonna I can buy that retirement home and just yeah. you know spend more time. You, yeah. you have these things that it's like this destination you think you're going to arrive to. And everything stops. That never will happen. Yeah. You know, because even when you get those things and yeah. you think that I've arrived... Dude, how many people come out of retirement because they're like, this is unfulfilling. Dude, like, we have you a good, are your happiest we, when you're pushing yourself towards a goal. So you have to wrap your head around like that destination is is not there. That's yeah. just a part of it. Mm-hmm. Those are some some benchmarks, some goals that when you do hit them, but you can't stop working on you. We have a good friend that retired uh, up in Salt Lake. Oh, yeah, yeah. He retired <laughs> by the time he was, what, 33, 34, 35, yeah. somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. He probably had five to 10 million to his name. And, you know, he did very, very well for himself. And then he hits me up. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. This is like two or three years after he retired. Yeah. You know, my wife wants to get me out of the house. She's sick of me. Yeah. Like, dude, just being idle. How much self-worth could you really have if you're not accomplishing? Uh-huh. Like even if you have accomplished a ton and you are worth $10 million and then you just go from that to idling, like your self-worth will just basically take a dive off of a cliff, Yeah. right? And, Once, so, and when you get there, dude, just like it's the oldest saying in the book, but, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. I mean, it's but it's the truest way to explain that. Yeah. Dude. You, you've hit you're going to go enjoy yourself for a few months and you're yeah. going to realize, holy shit, man, my health's going to shit. My mind's going to shit. I don't feel fulfilled. And the real growth happened in building something mm-hmm. growth in terms of personal growth as well. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of fulfillment out of that because it forces the best out of you in order to be successful. And that's why you're happiest. When you're actually, even if you are going through struggle doing it, when you're pushing yeah. yourself, even if you're struggling, you will look back and be like, man, actually, that's when I was my happiest. A lot of successful people seek out struggle now yeah. because they just want to see what they're capable of and they just want to know that they're pushing themselves. And as long as they know that they're pushing themselves, they're happy. Yeah. They're happy people. So, you know, self-sabotage, guys, you know, is a real thing. And, and we, me and Kel learned something. I think it was November. It was November. Yeah, I really liked oh, that Oh, my training. God. I did like that, too. The way um, it put that thing, those things in perspective was like, holy cow. And we were already, like, trying to push through those upper limits, yeah, right? Yeah. And we have in certain levels. But to see it actually mapped out. mapped out was really cool. Yeah, it was on a whiteboard. And so he calls it the upper limit threshold, right? Everybody has an upper limit threshold. And so... When you hit it, a lot of people start sabotaging, right? So he used the example, if you're on vacation with a spouse and everything's perfect, you're in a beautiful setting, and then you just start bickering at each other, right? Everything's good. So what me- what that means is you've hit that upper limit threshold, mm-hmm. and then you start just finding things to pick apart about each other. or mm-hmm. And then you kick up an argument with your spouse 
while you're in this beautiful place, that's you've hit your upper limit threshold of what you internalize believe that you're worthy of for mm-hmm. whatever reason, subconsciously. And so what happens is when you hit that, you subconsciously start doing little things to self-sabotage and bring that down to normal levels, something that you're familiar with. Because if it's getting too good and you're not familiar with what too good feels like, what do you do? You want to be in a familiar, something that's familiar, something that you're used to. A lot of it is that imposter syndrome we keep hearing about. So many people talk about, and we see guys like even above our level that struggle with this. So they do things to bring themselves back to, back to, uh, I guess the reality they feel like they're worthy of and because they don't feel like that's really them to get above and beyond where they were, right? Like that status or that, next level and so yeah they subconsciously sabotage yeah you've got to push past those those and once once it's explained to you in a way like an upper limit threshold when you start like making some of those bad decisions you can ask yourself like did i hit that upper limit threshold am i like am i doing this on purpose because things are going too good am i yeah. creating problems for myself that i don't even need to be creating dude i thought it was wild when christopher even said like dude i don't think car accidents are car accidents I don't think they're accidents. He's like, I literally think sometimes we somehow like put bring that, our, yeah, like vibration. things are going so good or whatever, or or maybe not so good or whatever, but like there's somehow that we do create and manifest like this horrible stupid things that happen event that that again is a part of the upper limit threshold that brings us back down. And I was like, wow. I mean, that's probably can't be in every case, but in some yeah. cases it probably does, man. Like if it's an accident, it's your fault. You glazed over, went off the road, or you know, got in an accident, broke your arms. Now, oh, now you have this great excuse. I can't go to work and I can't continue to grow because I've got two broken arms or something, you know. So I don't know how, yeah. how true that is, but I was like, damn, dude, he even feels like some, he, he, sometimes those. Every, he, he, are well, he's that. he he he's a firm believer in you know universe and this and mm-hmm. you know becoming one with the universe and you know all of that right yeah. and and that's why we we hired the guy is because we're just trying to be open minded to everybody's point of view and how everybody does specific things and how they operate and it's up to us to pick and choose what we want out of that yeah. that we want to take with us that really resonated with us you know mm-hmm. some people may not believe what you just said some people may buy in may that, that that's up to them yeah. But because we are at a point of trying to grow and, and feed our minds with new information, even outside of what we would have normally done, you know, we wouldn't have normally done something like that. That's, you know. And I feel uh, like that is the first step you've got to take. Is doing it something is, that you haven't, norm, you would never normally do. You've got to start building self-awareness um, in order to, I guess, take the, your upper limits up. You know what I mean? Yeah. To another level is you've got to, you've got to start really working on some self-awareness. Like ask yourself, am I open to some of these things that don't yeah. seem normal to me? Like yeah. buying into the universe and manifesting and visualization or yeah. whatever, right? Like some of these things that just seem off for some people. But as we continue to put ourselves in these rooms with people that are operating at much higher levels than us, it's crazy to me how many people I talk to that do these things that I have become more open to because I haven't in the past. So, yeah. dude, these guys are visualizing and they're meditating and some of this stuff that always seemed like weird yeah. to me, you know, two, three, four, five years ago. Well, of course it's weird. It's weird to anybody who's closed-minded about it. Yeah. 
dude, once that's I, what we're talking once, about. Once I finally started working on that um, self awareness, dude, I, I've realized a lot of things about myself. Yeah, I wasn't open to a lot of things. Yeah. Um, two, I was doing things like taking things on as kind of my identity. So is that is that a form of self sabotage then? Being closed minded, you're saying Absolutely. I wasn't open to this, this, this. That's mm-hmm. you're sabotaging only one person. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And is that because you didn't maybe believe that you were worthy of something greater? That's why you stayed closed-minded? Like, these are all questions that we should be asking ourselves. Yeah. Like Dude, comparing yourself to other people and feeling inferior, right? And having these inferiority complexes. Like when I started doing work on myself, these are a lot of things I realized I was doing, but I didn't realize them until I started really working on like self-awareness yeah. so that I could quit sabotaging. And sometimes I catch myself still self-sabotaging, yeah, dude, but I'm so happens. much more aware of it. Yeah, that, and I'm like, damn, dude. Yeah. Like even me talking to you about the drinking stuff, like, dude, even little bits of drinking, I yeah. just realize Fill it sets off. me back. So yeah. even though I enjoy it, it doesn't serve At me. At what price? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't serve me, man. So It serves me. <laughs> I like I like drinking. Oh, um, dude, I love it but, in the moment. And, and again, guys, when I say I like drinking, I'm not a raging alcoholic. No, not at all. I, I only drink when I'm out of town. That's it. So I, I drink maybe six to eight times a year is about what I drink. I That's would the think same with me. Something yeah. like that, right? So it, in, in the right setting, I enjoy yeah. to have a Mexico. drink. Mexico. I like yeah. to drink in oh, Mexico. Yeah. For and some reason, dude. For some reason, I like well, tacos there, too. I just can let go of Mexico more yeah. than anywhere, dude. <laughs> yeah, we, damn, that, we went from self-sabotaging. That's to, how I ended up with my to, last baby, to, dude. To, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> drinking in Mexico. Yeah, exactly. So you, yeah, stop drinking if you don't want any more. Kel's yeah. got five kids, so if he doesn't yeah. want any more, that's... Snip, snip snip, you, you snip on the drinking or snip something else, you know? Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> But I, I wanted to relate this to something because I do like analogies. You know, that's yeah. like kind of my thing. You're good at them. Yeah, I mean, I I I love that because it kind of simplifies. You know, what we're trying to talk about, guys. Even in video games, every single level that you hit gets harder, and then you have to continue to push and push and push, even though you're frustrated. You're frustrated. You're frustrated, and eventually. You go get to the next level, and then there's new strategies, new things that you have to implement to pass that level. Yeah. And I honestly believe that that's kind of what we're doing. You know, we started a business, and it's just kind of level one, starting. Yeah. It's like the easiest thing to go set up an entity and fund it with, like, five grand in a bank account. Like, cool. You know, like, step two, level mm-hmm. two. Level two. You know, now, like, try to get business. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Level three, you've got business. Now figure out how to make the customer as happy yeah. as you can be. Hiring you know? the right people. Yeah, yeah. level teams. four, hiring teams, you know, things like that. And each level gets a little bit more difficult, right? And so just because something's difficult right now, guys, doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. You're just maybe operating at a, at a different level. And you have to figure out how to pass that level. Yeah. What are you missing? What are you lacking don't self-sabotage and then just stop trying yeah. because it does get more difficult. It doesn't get easier. Like I've been guilty of it and I, I, I can speak for Kel as well and he can correct me you know, if I'm wrong. But we've all been at the point where we thought, man, if we can get to $10 million a year in revenue, we'd be living great. You know, we'd be good. And, and then you kind of have that, that end thing in sight when you're a one-year entrepreneur or a two-year entrepreneur or a three-year entrepreneur. But you'll never get to $10 million in revenue if you 
have that mindset. Mm-hmm. You, we, we've only it, it might you might be able to get to two, three million, four million, five million, but eventually you're going to have to change your mindset to understanding, as Kel talked about earlier, that there there is no end. You know, there's no like a ten million dollar mark, and then everything's going to be good. And there's no happiness there. And and it's very difficult. Like mm-hmm. we still face many many problems, and the problems just get bigger. And I don't think that. The funny thing is, is when people have the cheat code to move up in levels, yeah. they struggle even harder at those levels because they didn't learn the lessons that they needed to learn with inside of the lower levels to make it easier to pass those levels when they get there, right? And so I think some of you guys are trying to skip the processes and then you guys you know, are failing miserably mm-hmm. at a different level because you're not trying to learn everything that you can each level to make that next one a little bit easier on yourself. And if there is a cheat code, up, down, up, down, A, B, A, B, select, select. <laughs> Contra. Con- <laughs> yeah, some of these kids might be too young oh, to yeah, listen dude. to it. But Someone that knows. was an old video. Someone knows. Some, yeah, there's got to be right a now. couple smiles on the other end of this, I hope. <laughs> you know, or else we're the only dumbasses in the world that think it's funny. So, Well, dude, uh, I, heard, I heard two people, so, and it wasn't exactly the same, but they said something along the lines, just up in Salt Lake last Yeah. Something along is like, mm, dude, I'm actually pretty happy with where I'm at right now. Oh, that and kid, um, I heard two. That was one, right? Yeah. And I was just like, I just did the eyebrow raise, like, hmm, yeah, good for you, or yeah, I, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, why That's would you be weird. happy where yeah. you're at, man? Yeah. You like, know. And it didn't look like he was in a good spot. I know. I guess <laughs> so, he's at his first upper limit. Doug. Yeah, he's hitting the threshold. <laughs> and just he's yeah. convincing himself that he's happy where he's at to let himself off the hook for so that he doesn't have to continue to push himself. Yeah, you know, I think that that's again a form of self sabotage. But when I was talking about the cheat code, I think the only cheat code there is 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 to surround yourself with other people that are at different levels than you. Like we've talked about before, um, your today's problem is their yesterday's problem mm-hmm. because they've already hit those levels, right? So like if I wanted to go sit down in a video game with Kel and he's already beat up 10 levels and I'm at level five and he's sitting next to me, he's like, bro, go here, there's a portal there. And yeah. then you go here, da, 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 and then you get to the end, right? Like yeah. surrounding myself with that type of an individual that can coach me through it, not take the controller and, and do it for me, but yeah. coach me through it. It's up to me to then follow the instruction and, and run the play, right? And, and, and follow through with it. Exactly. And so if there is a cheat code in this entrepreneurial game, it's doing what you're doing now, listening to our podcast, yeah. not just absorbing content though, but being an individual that takes the information and implements it. Yeah. That was, that was what I can say. My cheat code is read and ask yourself questions. Yeah. Like as I've been becoming a better reader and, really consuming this information for me, yeah. I find myself asking myself a lot of questions and then I do find answers, right? Yeah. Like when I read about inferiority and superiority and how they can both be detrimental, I started asking myself, okay, where am I doing inferiority stuff? Well, comparing myself to other people, obviously, yeah. right? Why do I do that? Right? I start answering myself questions. Where am I finding myself being more superior? Okay, I identify some areas where I was doing that. Start asking myself some questions. And that helps build my self-awareness, man, yeah. so that I can continue to actually work on it. And that way, when I put myself in those situations where I am comparing myself to someone else, like, man, if I could just speak like Ed speaks, or it's like, mm. no, dude, I'm me. Yeah. How can I find my style? You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I build that self-awareness. So now I've got a whole new game plan yeah. for some of the next engagements I've got coming up on memorizing 
to another level my content that I'm going to be putting out in my speech and the personality that I want to exude that is more aligned with me, not trying to compare myself to someone else or put myself above someone else on the superior side. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm asking myself questions as I'm consuming this content. So for people that are listening, that's my advice is put yourself in other rooms like Trevor's saying, but also – Take time and read, man, and and read some some books. And reflect. Like the one I'm reading right now, Psycho-Cybernetics, or maybe some Dr. Joe stuff. Or I read a book, that very first book that I read that started my journey on self-development was called Buddha's Brain. And I just ask myself a lot of questions as I'm going through and reading these books. So that's kind of my cheat code that I would throw out there. And then absolutely, dude, I found myself uncomfortable around some people in our last conference, cause we're putting ourselves in bigger rooms with higher operating people. And I'm like, I'm glad that I have enough self-awareness. I can ask myself like, why do I feel uncomfortable around these people? You know what I mean? Like, because I'm comparing, yeah. and I'm doing these things that I shouldn't be doing. You know, I just work on being me. Yeah. And guys, just so that, you know, we've, we've been in some pretty, pretty decent rooms. Yeah. You know, um, hearing, you know, David Goggins story, you know, Peyton Manning's story, uh, just this last weekend. And, you know, these, those are some names that you guys may recognize, but just like being around them, like they're completely normal human beings that have went all in on them mm-hmm. and being fully committed and not buying excuses. Yeah. You know, we talked about trying to maybe create a movement saying we don't buy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Kel had a had a child in high school. You know, um, I freaking was a drug addict. We like, both came from nothing, Very, man. very low spots. Like upbringings. So you guys can continue to feed yourself whatever excuse that you guys want, but we don't buy it. Yeah, like you're you're that. you're a, you're a human being, and there's other humans out there that have done it. So we don't buy it. Yeah. It's po- it's completely possible to change a hundred percent of who you are. There's plenty of people that might be listening that don't like who they are. Yeah. You have the ability to change. You can tell us a hundred reasons why you're not hitting your goals to Trev or I, and we can tell you we don't buy it. Why we don't buy it. Yeah. And why it's an excuse. It's self sabotage. You know, uh you have to go through the imposter syndrome feeling. Like do. everybody does it. It what's weird is I was talking to an individual at the RTA syndicate and he was like uh, well, I went on Grant Cardone's show or whatever, and he's like, "Man, I was nervous." And I'm like, "Man, you were nervous, like, yeah." And so, even like, it was—it's just weird to know that we're, we all feel the same things, you know, in very similar moments. Like whether you're going to step on stage and do a speaking of it, everybody's going to get nervous, absolutely. But dude. then there's certain people that let that stop them, and then other people that they just push past it. And even though they feel like an impo- they go up there and do the best that they can. Yeah. You're working through those discomforts, right? And so quit self-sabotaging. You know, quit buying into the excuse of why you can't do something. One, one individual that DM'd me one time was a drug addict. And he's like, it was very helpful for me to know that, you, that that's where you were. It gives mm-hmm. me hope and all that stuff. And I said, bro, you're celebrating the win. Yeah. It's so difficult to overcome, you know, be, being a drug addict. That when when people do it, yeah, they've already they continue to pat themselves on the back for five years, ten years, fifty. I'm ten years clean. Pat myself. They they they've got a win that a lot of people maybe can't get. That's why they remain an addict. Yeah. So they let themselves off the hook from getting any more wins because they've already accomplished something great. I did. Something. I and love so that. and I said, dude, you're holding on to that win. That was one of the first things that you told me in the DM. Yeah. Is how you're proud of yourself that you got. And I said, okay. 
move on. You're yeah. like the guy You've that's 35. You've that door, yeah, dude. So what's on. the next goal? Exactly. You know what and, I mean? And he kind of had this wow factor of like, holy shit, like I am continuing to hold on. I'm giving myself so much credit for that win yeah. that I'm not pushing myself for the next one because I feel like I've already done something a lot of people can't do. I love that, dude. You know? And so... Get those wins, accumulate the wins, but continue to move on. Like I think some of you guys get in business and then you do a half a million in revenue or a million in revenue and then you get complacent. You stop trying to win or get Mm -hmm. new accounts or hire that next rep or that next guy that's going to push the lawn or build a team underneath you. If you're a real estate agent or you own a barbershop, getting, you know, expanding, you celebrate the fact that you even got into business for yourself and you're happy to be self-employed and then you've leveled out and you're not looking for any more wins and that's just a form of self-sabotage for whatever reason you don't believe that you're deserving of more and guys and, dude like we're only telling you this because we've done we it love too. you <laughs> you know that we want to see you win yeah we've done it too we're speaking from experience we know that we're still on a journey as well yeah. and that we're gonna have to push through more of this mm-hmm. but we've already seen results from trying to push ourselves to new yeah. levels and not settling and not you know celebrating wins for too long celebrate your wins but set new goals set higher goals yeah and continue to do the things that you need to do to get there so amen so guys we're going to wrap it up like we always do um we are going to read a review um guys remember this stuff helps us you know we don't ask for money or anything like that we don't put ads on here because we don't want to water it down we really want to give you guys just good nuggets good information uh, you know, we're giving you information that we wish somebody would have given us, you know, 10 years did. ago, there wasn't podcasts weren't cool. Social media wasn't around, whatever, whatever. So we didn't have stuff like this to lean on. We had to kind of figure it out the hard way. And we're hoping to be your guys's cheat code, you know, through this, this entrepreneurship game. So, um, this one called, uh, the subject is high frequency podcast. Um, the amount of powerful information that these guys share is mind blowing. I'm grateful that I've came across this podcast now realizing the potential of listening to vital information. I am constantly playing this throughout the day, looking forward to the growth of this podcast. That's from Lewis 97 HDH. Um, we appreciate you, man. You know, thanks for supporting the podcast. Thanks for getting the information and trying to implement it. Um, and, and that's what I want to leave you guys with is make sure you're implementing, you know, we've been guilty of talking about changes that we've wanted to Mm -hmm. make in our company or this, that, the other. And we kind of feel good talking about it because we have good intentions of making something better, but there's no urgency or action behind it. Mm -hmm. And so you might feel good by listening to some good shit. Uh, but the value that we bring is when you listen and then you implement action is what's usually missing. Uh, I think that you have all the information that you need to be successful. You understand where you lack. You just listen to yourself. You know. Yeah. You fucking know deep down where you're lacking. Just do it. Just run the play. Hire that person. Spend that little bit of extra money. Go to that event. Focus on yourself. Read that book. Listen to more podcasts. Everybody deep down knows what they need to do. It's time to just take 2020 by the horns and and, and get it done. Absolutely. Just stay hungry. Exactly. Guys, we love you. We appreciate you. And as always, have a kick-ass day. Thanks.